And we're live with Peeling the Banana. This is episode nine. We got my good friend here, Ryan Damon. How do you pronounce that? You got that? it. Damon. Yeah, Damon. Yeah, Damon. Ryan Damon. Uh, it looks cooler now, than it sounds. Yeah. Now uh, with the UFC for a couple of years, but I met mm. Ryan back uh, when I first started independent ball with the St. Paul Saints, which back used to be an independent ball team. Now mm-hmm. it's the AAA for the Twins. But Ryan, man, it is uh, good to have you here. Um, we've kind of been recently in touch mm-hmm. this past uh, 2023, um, yeah. you know, which was nice Re- to reconnect, man. So rekindle a friendship yeah, that was great back then. So yeah, dude. So thanks for joining good. on the uh, No Filter Network. Thanks, to thanks to Eric for Burns me and on. his crew. No, dude. Thank you, man. I'm sorry it was such last minute. I lost track of the days, and it was like oh. Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm like, oh shoot! I need, I normally do my podcast on Thursday. No, you got um, me at a good time because I'm going out of town on Monday, so I'm out of town all next week. So okay, well, and you got Super Bowl week, so I mean, exactly. like, there, there's some crazy there's, there's festivities a there. There's a lot of going on. A lot going. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I mean, like, you're in UFC now, right? Um, but what what made you get into baseball first, as far as being a uh, as far as being a equipment manager so i always wanted like growing up i always wanted to work in sports i love going to games growing up uh sports are always my thing watching sports being a part anything like that so naturally like i always told myself like as a career like i don't want to work eight hours or something i don't like i don't want to do something like accounting or something i'm not going to enjoy i want to work 12 hours 15 hours a day of something i i love and i'm going to put my heart to and my soul to and some I really like, and that was sports. So, you know, I always wanted to be some kind of connection with sports, being involved, you know, even if I wasn't playing or anything like that, I just wanted to have some kind of connection. Um, but going back to like how I got started and everything, uh, I guess like my, my dad had, a, I guess my first experience is you go back to like when I was 16 years old. So my, I had a family friend who was, uh, couple baseball player on the, uh, I'm not going to name him, but there was a couple uh, high net level. He was a handler for a couple of those guys on the road. And when he come to Minneapolis, he'd take care of them. He played for uh, the Tigers. Uh, I was, I'll give you the one team. He played for the Tigers. So that's the so is this an ex, ex big leaguer that he took care of? Yeah, he took care okay. of a bunch of them, took care of a bunch of them, but uh, he was close with one of them on the Tigers and it was 20, and it was, I want to say it was 2013. And I just got my driver's license and he, one of his things was, he, you know, take care of ball players. Like, instead of like, let's like, you know, you want to go to the field early for whatever, cause there's a scheduled time for your bus. So it'd be an early bus and a late bus. So guys would want to go in between those times. So he just like give them rides between like, he, he'd find a way to get them between the ballpark and all that. So he said, Hey, you got a car? I said, yeah. I said, I got a car. And it was my mom's car. I didn't tell him that, but. He's like, yeah, I got a car. So he's like, come on, what are you doing Saturday afternoon? I was like, I got nothing going on. He's like, come on down to come downtown Minneapolis. It's I'll get you some make some money this weekend. So I came down there, and this is right after Miguel Cabrera just hit for the triple crown. So I remember those years. Yeah, so there was a bunch of big players on that team that year. Uh, I can't remember who. And you're from St. Paul, Minneapolis. Okay, you're from Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, I grew. I went to high school in the suburbs, but Northeast Minneapolis is where where I grew up. Um, okay. But 
that's kind of like how I got my first interaction with ballplayers. Like literally it was just me, uh, my family friend. And then like literally like all like I drove uh, Brad Osmus. I think he was managing the, the Tigers at the time. I drove him, one of the bench coaches. And I forget who else was there at the time. But uh, Tori Hunter, I forget. Uh, uh, Dude, the Odys. Del, Del, Delman Young. I think Delman Young was on the team at the time. Uh, Upton was on the team at the time. Was but, uh, Verlander there yet? No, this is way too early. I, no, I, Ver, Verlander was there because I think he this is there? this is. I think he was there because I think they went to the World Series in 2012. And that's when they lost to the Giants. I want to say. Yeah. But yeah. but uh, the last person we gave a ride to on the day was Miguel Cabrera. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> uh, how can cool. how 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 can I tell my friends on Monday when I go back to school that I gave Miguel Cabrera a ride? Right, because so, there was no Snapchat back then. You no, there's. Do a, do I mean, Snapchat it was, it was funny, I, had, I had I had Instagram, but Instagram wasn't what it was today. And it was, it was still it Facebook. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still Facebook. So I was thinking, like, I don't want to take a picture with this guy. Like, it's kind of weird and all that. And like, selfie like, wasn't a thing yet. I think it, not really. So I had a sharpie on me. I was like, what? What can I have him sign? What can I have him sign? I flipped down my my passenger side my passenger uh, visor. visor. I yeah. said, "Mess said, make it real quick, real quick. not to be weird or anything." You might sign my visor for me. I'm going to like. How can I tell my friends on Monday that I gave Miguel Cabrera a ride to work? I'm to to work. <laughs> like, he said, "No problem, Pop." He signed it all up and. So yeah. you still have the car. I got rid of so, the visor. So I got the visor still. Okay. I, th- I think I think I think I got I think I got it up in my closet, but. Yeah, I still got, I still got the vibes. I was I, once we got rid of that car, I yanked that bitch. I yanked it right out of there. Dude, I had to be the first thing. Like, oh, sorry, yeah, Can't sell it until I get this visor uh-huh. out. But after that, uh, so I really didn't have any. I mean, I did that for a little bit. That was just cash on the side. That whenever you come in town, that maybe like maybe once, maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't really get back involved with baseball until uh, twenty sixteen, Saint Paul Saints. Cause you, I'm, I'm gonna guess you finished high school and stuff. And, yeah, you know, I finished high school. So I, my I, my first job out of high school, I was throwing bags for Delta Airlines on planes. Oh, no way. So no it was way. really good. It was it was good. It was good. It was good perks and all. But like I was working, I think I was working like twelve hours a day, like three days a week. I was working forty hours, but only like three days a week. Just as a part time worker. No, you. If if it was full. T- it, it was full. No, it was full time. It was. It ended up being like I think it was. It was 40 hours, but I only ended up working three days a week. So it was like 13, it was like 13 some hours a day. It was like 13 and a half, 13 hours a day, something like that. Just first get, flight it, to the last flight. Kind exact, of. exact. But you get those four, I get those four days off and you'd be able to fly wherever you want to, like right. nonstop. Like if you're, if you're flying standby, like you got those Delta like flight perks. So I'd go, I'd fly mm-hmm. out to California for the day, catch a red eye back at night, go out to LA for the day, catch a red eye back at night. Uh, yeah, no, I know that that, I know. that job was about those good perks. Yeah, but those that job was grueling for you. You can't only throw bags in the middle of winter when it's negative ten degrees for oh, so long. I don't know how airlines. So airline I, do I, I, I always I wanted to get out of it, and I don't know how I ended up on Craigslist one night. So I was just scrolling through jobs on Craigslist, and all of a sudden I came across uh, someone posted Clubhouse help wanted St. Paul Saints, and I'm just like this is what I want to do. This is exactly what I want to do. I want to go to the ballpark every day. I want to hang out for BP yeah. and I just want to be a part of it, part of a team. Right. So and I, you're going to meet big leaguers. Like, exactly. You know, like you don't know an indie ball who you're going to meet. No. And like at the time, like 
I knew what the St. Paul Saints were, but I wasn't like involved with the St. Paul Saints because we had the big league team on the other side of the river. Yeah, you had the Twins like, right there. We're not we're not even thinking about it. So, but <laughs> well, plus they were at the old stadium, right? And then 2016. No, that was no. The so year. that was the second year at the at the new second stadium year of, of the new one. But I mean, yeah. like, throughout your life in yeah, it was always it was always it was always midway, midway Stadium. Yeah, yeah, which wasn't much, but it was still. It's, they had their little thing, but it was it was just a little grandstand right behind. Yeah. Uh, home what base, is that so. area now? Is that where, area where the, the old uh, stadium is? Yeah. So they tore that stadium down, and I think honestly, there's nothing that sits there now. So the 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 Minnesota State Fairgrounds is like right on the the back side of that. So I think they just made that like I think I don't know I could be wrong, but I think they just like knocked that all down and like made like empty mm-hmm. lots. I think. I haven't been there a long time, so maybe they developed by now. But like, for a long time, it's just been like empty. But they knocked but it then, down right away. But that new stadium didn't keep is where it. it's at. That's it's brand new. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I don't know. I'm sure they had to update it since you and I have been there. But it's it's got to be a AAA facility because like think about that. Think of I don't know like I don't know if you remember like that coach's locker room in St. Paul, but like yeah, there's only small. there's there, it, was, it, was, it was right there, across there, George's. It, it, yeah, there was three stalls in there. If you got granted, you're in St. Paul, so you're right across. So, but think if you have like rovers coming to town, right? Like you, coordinators you coming need to town, four times like, the space. Exactly. Like, you need to so, knock like, into the college yeah. locker room. Um, I think. Do you remember? So remember, like that the laundry room that we had with the equipment room, like right across mm-hmm. the way. We had the like the snacks and all that stuff. Yeah. I think I've seen pictures and all that where they like knock out. I think they knocked out that all and put lockers right there. Okay, so, so they extended more locker room space. Well, yeah, it's AAA. Like, they, ha- they had like, to, sometimes yeah. they carry like thirty to thirty-five guys. Ex- exactly, yeah. yeah. So and like think about the weight room. That weight room, mm-hmm. they, I don't yeah, know if they had, had to, to like go. like think about that. I wonder if they had to like extend the Hamlin's locker room. I know like the, I think they, I think I saw something. Wait, is Hamlin they, still using it? I think I think Hamlin still uses it. Wow, and that's it. Remember, I don't know if you've seen their locker room before. Their locker room is massive. Oh, that was bigger than ours. Massive. Yeah, it was twice our size. Yeah. Ours was like a small little rectangle. Yeah. But like it had nice lockers. It even had outlets. That was the first locker that I've had outlets. For for independent baseball? For independent baseball? That was the best stadium and team to play for in independent baseball. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I mean, all the way up until its last year before it turned to the Twins, that's the all time best. Yeah. Yeah. Best team and stadium. Sold out every night, you know, like you're playing in front of an average yeah. 7,500, 8,000 fans. I don't know if, I don't know if there's something like the St. Paul Saints, like this, they should just be independent. I don't know. It's just something that, like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm sure they have a good partnership with the Twins and everything, but some the Saints were just special. Yeah, there was, it, it was nice having independent guys go and play there. Yeah. Just guys from all over. Yeah. And it wasn't a, I don't know, it was, Mm-hmm. It, it felt it felt special, you know. Yeah. Like I just went through my uh, closet today and I found two mm-hmm. uh, St. Paul Saints jerseys. One, Bro, uh, I wore my I wore my Saints hoodie yesterday. I have like three hoodies and one one uh-huh. pullover and two two jerseys. Yeah. So. <laughs> do you remember all the goofy night? Do you remember all the goofy nights I used to do there? Like I was just like I tell them all that this is the goofiest like promotion that I tell people all the time. Do you remember Atheist Night? Yeah, I don't know why the hell we had that. And yeah. didn't we have a black jersey or something? I can't. No, I think it we was, changed jerseys. It was. I know we had a pride jerseys. night. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. But I remember <laughs> when they the story I always told. But people it was before is, everything got woke. So like, yeah, it was. It was, it was legit. Um, I remember with the atheist night, we had the specialty jerseys where it said Mr. Paul Ains. And I remember there was a couple yes. guys on the team. I can't remember. Guys would sign it on the back because they're auctioning them off after, and they put Bible verses after it. It was awesome. Yes, I remember it was that. Awesome. Ains, it was Ains. 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 Yes. Mr. Paul Ains, yeah. Oh, and then shit. guys, guys, guys would sign them and they put Bible verses on them afterwards. It was just yeah, or like, a, or like a big cross, they would drop a big yeah. cross on it. It's awesome. Um, another favorite uh, was the um, uh, what the heck? Uh, what holiday is it where we wear green? I'm trying to blind. Saint, pa- Saint, Saint Patrick. Saint Saint Patrick's Day, and then they would change our yeah. names on on the back yeah. to make it Irish. Yeah. Was oh, fun. it was it was it was like oh oh Dola or McDola or make make all my Dola. It was either adding an O to the end or. Mm-hmm. One other ending, like a short ending. Yeah. Like um, O Almadova. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. Have you, um, dude, have you, one guy I just lost total contact with is Hamburger. Have you ever heard? Bro, you want, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So I, I think we grew up. So when I came back from, where was it? I think I came back in 2018. I was down and out. So we, we can get to how, where I went to everywhere, but. Down in, uh, I came back from Alabama, from Birmingham, and we were at Cowboy Jacks up by my house up in New Brighton because I was staying with some family up there that off season. Out of the fucking blue, there was Mark Hamburger standing at the other side of the bar. Like, we like, it was like one of those scenes where, like, you just turn, like, lock eyes with each other and you're just like, bro. I know you, you like, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen you in forever. Was he bald? No, he had his long Last history. time I talked to him, he was bald. Uh-huh. Oh, last time 20. I last time last time I talked to him, he was playing. He was playing indie ball. What's what's the one on the East Coast Frontier? Is that Frontier League? Frontier. What's one of the East? Oh what, no, it, Frontier. It, it, before it went Frontier, I think in twenty twenty one, it was the Can Am League. What what he was playing on one of those on the on it the East like Coast? It was like the I Sussex think. Miners. There was the Jersey Jackals, or he could have yeah. gone to at Atlantic League, like playing for Long Island yeah. Ducks, or maybe some. It might have been that one, I think. But he had like he met a girl up there and like had a kid with her or something like yeah, I know that. Yeah, he has a kid. Well, yeah. So yeah. I know up to there. That's I know the last time. Kid. Um, I think the last time I was in touch with him was maybe 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. But I remember FaceTiming him. He was in his little camper trailer. Yeah. Smoke, smoking a doobie, mm-hmm. bald. Yeah. yeah. You know, just the hippie it. lifestyle. And, What's uh, the? I remember talking to him, trying to see if we could get a business together with our trailers that we have because i have one but i haven't done anything right. with it but that was it man just Bro, after I'm, that phone mem- call that was it i remember he was on his game our year he was i don't know he oh, was he was on our, he, he was our bro. ace he was the ace i mean even in 2017 he was the ace yeah but george yeah. the difference him, the, and, him and george opinions. never got along. Yeah. yeah yeah well it takes a special kind of person to Except that kind of person. Yeah. Like, it's just the, mean, ant, the antics. You and You can't take the ball away from him no. unless he gives you the ball. And then just right. everything he does outside of the, outside of the game, antics and yeah. the fun that he has, you know, he's just yeah. a different guy. Yeah. But, but he was special. That guy could throw 200 yeah. pitches in one game and come back the next day and throw more. Right. You know? And have just, just the same amount of energy. Yeah. Bro, that yeah. guy was full of it. 
all of yeah. it. I love that guy. So hopefully, yeah. Mark, uh, if you're out there. there, man, if you're out there reach, somewhere, man, reach back somewhere out in to the me universe, Ryan, man. We freaking We're here. miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Let us Send know you're us out a there. Message. Send us uh, a message. Uh, so hey, hop on, hop, hop on the podcast. Seriously, bro, come and knock. Yeah. I'm, right. I know come I can have guests on here, but right. uh, I think we have one guest. Um, yeah. one uh one uh, viewer mm-hmm. but um who who was our our clubby that in Saint that Paul. year in Saint Paul. yeah Shane? The, uh, Shane that's yeah, right Shane. now he's doing hockey yeah. he's been doing hockey yeah. for a while he's got he's got a good deal going right now so I think he's the he's the head hockey man head equipment manager for the St. Cloud Huskies up in St. Cloud which Minnesota is, which is like a minor league team for no 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 that's division one hockey they're they're oh, like for college college Saint yeah the, yeah yeah so they're one of the top division one hockey teams in all the nations so he, no way. so haven't talked to what? him i haven't talked to you i haven't talked to him i follow him on instagram so year. like i know he was just on like a 10-hour bus trip or something. yeah, yeah. Um, but i'm usually but, yeah. South or West Coast, so I know Arizona State has a hockey team. So if he's ever in Arizona, maybe right. catch him there. Or I think um, if no. he gets into pro hockey, okay. he can go play the Ghost Pirates out in Savannah. <laughs> what is is that ECHL? That's got to be ECHL. Yeah, that's that's some pro team. Some my, I mean, dude, I have no idea what the levels are in hockey, but it's it right. is a pro team. The I Savannah Ghost Pirates. Sorry, I gotta grab my charger. Oh. I didn't prepare for this. Let me charge my thing. There it goes. Ah, bro, you're good. All right. So 2016, 2017, 2017, I ended up going back to the Saints, and you weren't there. So I had an option. So Shane did not come back. From George or just from front office? From George. George and front office. So (laughs) George George called me and said, hey, I I want you to come back. I want you to be the guy here. I said, and this is all after all off season. Like, I didn't know if I was even going back to St. Paul. Like I was just waiting for a callback to even come back to like mm-hmm. help out. And I was like putting my names into like hats, like other clubhouse jobs and all that stuff. Right. Like a couple of like applications yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 I was putting my feelers out there. Cause like, I wanted to make a thing of it. Like I wanted to get into the affiliated ball, like independent baseball is great and it's all, but like if the end games to be in the big leagues and, Right, like be at the big levels. Like I gotta get an affiliated baseball. So, kind of put my names in some hats, applied for some jobs, interviewed. Couple didn't work out. Um, had one interview with the Quad City River Band it's down in Iowa. So the Are they still the thing. Astros? Nope. So no. they're the uh, uh, Royals now. Cardinals, but oh, okay, Royals. Yeah, but that was the only team that you know, gave me a shot and they said, Hey, we want you to come down here and be our home and visiting clubhouse manager. Okay. And I said, okay, let me, can you give me a couple of days? Cause I, I have another decision I got to talk about. So it was either go to St. Paul, be the home guy there or go to Davenport, sure. Iowa, somewhere. I, I've mind you, I've never lived out of state before. Go to Davenport, Iowa, be the home and away guy. And I'm five hours away from home. I took a leap of faith and I said, screw it. I'm going to go down to Iowa. I'm going to give it a shot. I want to be an affiliated ball. Here we go. Um, and that was the best decision I ever made. Uh, 
won the championship that year. We had no a way. number. You got ranked. We had, somewhere around here. Yeah, yeah, that's over there. Sick. Yeah. Uh, I wish we won one at St. Paul, dude. We should have won yeah. it that 2016 year. We, we should have. Who we lost to? Who we lose to? Winnipeg, Winnipeg is what I thought. Yeah. And then we lost to Winnipeg the following year too. Did you? Yeah. They won a ring, I think. In didn't they win a ring in like 2018 or 2019? I think they run. They won a ring right before. No, the, they they won it um 2019 because i went there in 2020 during covid year i played for winnipeg for a week or like two uh-huh. weeks right and we had to play st paul and they were on the cusp of getting into playoffs but we just had to beat them once for them not not uh-huh. to make it and we beat them once so because they had right. to win out yeah and they were like on a five game win streak and then they lost one game to us yeah but, but if yeah, you go back one in 2019 that's crazy. But if you go back and look at that 2017 team in quad cities that we had about 80% pregnant. of that. Not, no, this is, how oh, about Alvarez? this is Royals. This is Royals. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is Astros. This is Astros. I was, it was oh, Astros it, when I was there. Okay, it, was, okay. so it, it switched in. I want to say 2019. I want to say they went to Royals. That's when the contract okay. was up. Okay. Okay. It was, it, so, it was, it was so Astros. Yeah, it was still Astros. Yeah. But you had, I had Jordan Alvarez there for probably half a season there. I had uh, Christian Javier, who's a starter now for the Astros, um, Daz Cameron, uh, Jake Rogers, catcher, uh, who else was on that team? Like literally, like the whole, like the whole coaching staff is now in the big leagues. Uh, <laughs> like literally every, like. That every organization league, knows league. how to push guys they, up. They know like, how they, to they know how to draft and develop. They know how to draft, develop, and get you to the big leagues. It's yeah. I, and they're the they were one of the first. And they teams win though get, throughout all all the minor leagues though. You know they were kind of like the the first team to kind of win with like analytics and like like kind of like money ball like style style like but they were doing things like at another level. I feel with like pitching and like the. Like the the big thing with them was, was like the um, track I can't think of the, order. the track man. Yeah, there you go. They were big. They bring in. I don't know when they started. Like how big it was. Like bringing like their own track man person. Like every team had its own track man person in 2017. Like yeah, I don't know. Track like, man didn't become a thing until 2019 in the Atlantic League when they see when I when I came to new, new rules. When I came to the Astros, that was normal to me. Every single team had track man. So like that just shows you like how much like they like fed into analytics and this shows you how much how they develop pitching and all that stuff. But yeah, that's and that. But and then after that, uh, won the championship in 2017, 2018. I was like, okay, I got an offer from a double A team now. Do I take that now down in oh, Alabama with Birmingham? So this is the same team that Michael Jordan played for, you know, yeah, big Bears. brand new stadium, everything. I was like, this is now I'm starting to get somewhere with this. And <laughs> Thank you, okay, you got all the green lights going, you, but you don't realize what you get into when you jump organization to organization. Cause you, it's all, it's all daisies and roses when you're with an organization that takes care of the players and knows how to do everything. Right. Not, and but every or- organization is different, and you don't know what to exactly, expect. On the next exactly. Exactly. So then, budget change and all that. Exactly. So like here, so clubby mindset. So go back to Astros. They they I don't have to come out of pocket much for anything. Everyone's paying a little bit out of their their clubhouse money. Mm-hmm. Pay it to me. It was like four or five dollars a day, whatever. But 
the team's paying for most of the stuff. I mean, I'm taking care of laundry and all that stuff. Like, you know how basic probably clubhouse yeah. stuff is, but now and all in meals, like that was all taken care of too. So like pre and post game meals, Astros, don't worry about it. We got it taken care of. You do your own thing. Year later, go to Birmingham. Clubhouse user $12 a day now. You're in charge of the pregame meal. You're in charge of the postgame meal. Figure it out. Oh, and by the way, here's $200 a day from the White Sox to figure it out. What? Yeah, so budget that on that top of all to your shit. That goes to show why they don't win. One, per, one, per, one, no, one person. So they go, so one person, take care of the clubhouse. Put This just shows you how, how much things have evolved now from where I was at then into where I'm at now or where things are at now. Like, they put they and also they didn't want to hire me an assistant also, but one person to clean the clubhouse, take care of all the shopping, put together pregame meal, postgame meal, and everything else in between. How does right, one person do it? Laundry, load load, load the bus, clean shoes, all that sh- all that stuff. Like all this and stuff. You didn't have any about. like assistance, and this is double nothing. A. Nothing. Nothing wasn't in the budget. What the fuck. Mm-mm. That's what I say. <laughs> so that that was a that was a quick year in Birmingham, and then uh, I mean, so there was the some guys tip you well, though. They, I mean, the guys. I mean, I mean, well it, just su- it just it just sucks when game. they you would think so, yeah. But when you're paying twelve dollars a day and it's five game series, you're paying sixty dollars to me one guy. <coughs> and guys are still what, only one getting guy- paid minimal, right? Like twenty exactly. five hundred bucks. But you even your bonus guys, like okay, if it's a sixty dollar. They owe you sixty dollars by the end of those series, and they might give you seventy. Yeah. I mean, how much? How much of that is going towards food, though? You got to think about that, though. Yeah. So, and like, because if they're only giving you two hundred for food, you're probably uh, adding in extra money on top of that. And they and they want and they want a good and they want a good shit. They want a good stuff too, like Chipotle and like the stuff that costs money. Like I had I had a good deal like through the stadium, like through the caterer, like in the kitchen upstairs, like cooking meals and all that stuff. But sometimes it wasn't good enough for them because they just wanted that. They wanted that name or catering. They wanted Outback yeah. or they they wanted Chipotle. They wanted yeah. You know, and it's it double is, A. So. It's not single A where you can no. just throw any anything no. at them. Now now no. guys are or, expecting good good stuff and like requesting it. Exactly. Well, you got dietitians now are a big player in it too. So we had there was a there was a team meeting one or like guys all got together and kind of cornered me to talk about like what what I need to buy and all that stuff. And and one guy goes, he was a first round pick for the White Sox. He goes. The White Sox don't care what we eat. They just long. They just care as long as we hit dingers. I can promise you, he ain't playing for the White Sox now. So. <laughs> well, either there's two things that happen there. He, either he's not playing because he was too arrogant and an asshole, or oh, he was. Yeah, he was. Or, he was very. He was very arrogant. Or two, yeah. he never took care of his body because he's like, well, I can hit dingers on cheeseburgers and. Yeah. Hot dogs. Am I allowed to call people out on Am I allowed to call people out on here? Dude, you can do whatever you want. It's no filter network with Eric Burns. If you ever watch Eric Burns' podcast, dude, they're swearing, calling out, putting out names, do whatever you want. So it's up to you. I do post this uh when I get it uploaded on Spotify and YouTube. So it's up to you, dude. It's all up to you. It's free game. It's called the network for Zach Collins, how you doing? Zach Collins, Zach how Collins. you doing? Zach Collins, how you how, doing? How are you doing, Zach? Yeah, it sounds like you're not in the big leagues. No, I don't think he's in the big leagues right now. Still, still, <laughs> still, 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 still eating ho hos. Still eating ho hos. <laughs> still grinding in minor leagues, trying to make it. I think so. Hopping, you know how it is. Hopping team to team. 
Hey, but, then, but if he's a bonus baby, then I mean, you're kind of set, yeah. right? But I think he went. You, you I, got I, nothing I, to show for. I think he went straight from drafted. I think he went straight from being drafted to high. But whatever, we don't need to talk about him anymore. No, yeah, dude. I mean, it's yeah. it is what it is, dude. He's, yeah. He, uh, you know, I, I believe in karma and how you yeah. treat people is how you get yeah. treated back from the universe. So, yeah, it all but comes after, around. After 20, oh, we can talk about good people that are on the team. I had uh, uh, Eloy Jimenez on that team that year. Uh, yeah. Dylan Seuss was on that team that year. Dylan Seuss was on the team. Uh, was, uh, that, did did uh, that, Daniel Polka ever come come down? I, or have you heard I, of the I, name? Daniel, it sounds familiar, but. He played for the White Sox for like a little bit. He was in the big leagues around probably 2017, 18, when he was traded from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I don't – he never came down to, to us, but maybe oh, it was Charlotte. 2017 or 2018 because when I – no, 2018 because when I was playing in yeah. Sussex County, he played the Yankees yeah. or against the Yankees, and I yeah. went to watch one of his games. So it was 2018 when he was with the with the White Sox. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds familiar. I'm sure he was up with Charlotte. He might have been down between Charlotte. Yeah, maybe. yeah, he was in Charlotte but, a lot too. Yeah, but no. After uh, after 2018, 2019 came into uh, going down to Florida. I got a I got a chance to go down to be at Braves camp down in Orlando with the Atlanta Braves. So I was down there 2019, and then they had their their high A team. What was at the old Astros complex in the Florida State League, the Florida Fire Frogs. Okay. Which which didn't last. I think they came into existence in 2017, and then. I was the my season was the very last season of existence for the team, so um, it was just kind of a messy, somber year. And so, is that uh, stadium not even like in? They, in they convert or? they converted it. It was they converted it to uh, Orlando City. I think that's the MLS team down there. So they kind of made that oh, their soccer, okay, sick. yeah. They made they made that their uh, spring training See, facility. Soccer, soccer's catching big here out of the states. Yeah. Yeah, but we knew like the whole season, like going into it, like it was just like a whole battle, like with the Osceola County, like the people on the, the complex mm-hmm. and the team, which was like pretty much bankrupt. So like, so it was just like it was like butting heads all year, and you just know like the relationships coming into an end. And, like we knew like in May that like we're getting kicked out at the end of the year. MLS is moving. So the into town, it. the city, the businesses, the fans—they just weren't having it. Like with the team. bro, I went to there was a there was a gas station right across the street from the the ballpark i went in there one day and i had my my uh my hat on my shirt and the guy goes is that the hockey team in town i just go this team's been here for three years they play right across the street over there in the baseball stadium and just like he just the the team never caught on it was just kind of well it's the middle of summer in florida no one wants to go watch baseball out there yeah so no one's we, out, we, outside in we would, 98 uh, you would literally we would literally have nights where I, sh- I shit you not, we would have 15, 20 fans at the game if we're lucky. Bro, that's what they thought was going to happen to the Savannah Bananas when, when they took yeah. it over. Uh-huh. The city just said, here, take it, and mm-hmm. good luck. You know, like they yeah. left the stadium a mess, like a shit show. Yeah. Uh, because they were averaging like less than 100 fans a game, you know, when it was the yep. Sand Nats and like before that. Yeah, and so I, if I feel like this this it team was like up. the same fucking thing, whereas right. the bananas with good marketing and right persistence and selling anything everything that you have in your bank in your house to make it work, like that's what they did. Well, they hit that they hit that sweet spot with social media coming into like what it is now and becoming viral. 
That's what set it yeah. off, I feel. That's so what set I it just off. I just read on someone's bio, one of the marketing, the past uh, late marketing person's bio was in 2020, they had like 200 something followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I think they created TikTok. Three years mm-hmm. later, bro, they're at 8 million. Wow. <laughs> crazy this so, it just it just sets it off like like wildfire this goes like yeah crazy. And, it just yeah, takes and one it just takes one real one six second reel to one go real one one, I mean, it's one baseball one sport yeah. you know whatever yeah. they did and how they filmed mm-hmm. it how they created the content it's uh so yeah, they're it's, going to they're, they're going to big league stadiums this year right yeah they got six uh, do you think Phillies, astros fenway Marlins, Nationals, Brewers, maybe they have uh-huh. one more. They all, yeah, but it's six. They all sell out. I know Astro sold out in like five minutes when they like yeah. released the tickets. This, I think, this would be the real test. If they can sell out big league stadiums, they got something yeah. special here. Well, I mean, they'll sell them out mm-hmm. for sure, like no doubt, because yeah. they're wait because they're waitlist to get one ticket for one game yeah. is over 2 million mm-hmm. people. So they'll sell Crazy. out. But yeah. the challenge is how do they bring the show up to the person in 700 feet up in the air, up in the nosebleeds? That's fair. Cause it's a, very because intimate, show, it's a very intimate, it's a very intimate. Exactly. And like, how do you get without using the jumbotron so much? Yeah. How do you get so, intimate with the fans that's far, far away from the game and you look like an ant? How do you make field? sure that fan in the very last row in the very upper level gets the same exact experience sitting the fan in the very as, first as, row in the first row? Right, seat. right behind the dugout. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't I want mean, to take away from the kid in the last section. That's no. Good. So that's that's the biggest challenge, and we'll see how they do mm. it this year. But, I mean, yeah. they started uh, tonight in Tampa at, uh, mm. at the Yankees' uh, Steinbrenner Stadium. Okay. So that's where they were at tonight. I think the game just ended maybe an hour ago-ish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully Party Animals won. You know, I'm still a Party Animal yeah. fan for life. OG Party Animals. Party Animals. That's right. You're a Party Animal. I'm a Party Animal. So. And once uh, either I can mm-hmm. come back or mm-hmm. find a new team to play with in that league that they're, that they're creating, uh, I'll be a yeah. Party Animal until I find a new team or get back to the Party Animals. So. Yeah. Um, until then, dude, the training, the training, free yeah, Breland. free Breland. <laughs> I, I hashtag, hashtag, put, hashtag free Breland. Some people started going, uh, uh, free, free the Smoothie King. <laughs> Let's get that hashtag going, <laughs> so, free Smoothie um, King. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, dude, but no, I mean, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah. you know, I get a chance to go play in Europe. So, like, that's that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to in March. Nice. So, Where are you going to? Things happen going for, to? for a reason. Uh, yeah, Czech, are you going to Czech Republic? Republic, okay. Yeah, nice. dude. I I yeah. heard uh, it's historic. It's magical. I mean, I've only seen pictures and just I think it's cool to like, especially with like my experiences, like being able to go to places like you would never tell yourself yeah, dude, you're going like, to go. Like I want to be able to for the next five six months that I'm there, just literally try and go to every single country that's in Europe I can get to. You know, right. Because we'll have, we have multiple days off a week. We only play on weekends. Oh, that's so, nice. And that's the nice thing about Europe is everything's so close. Everything's close, but to, it's 
but it's accessible you can go by yeah. train or right I mean, it's however, very it's yeah. e- it's so easy to get to places over there in yeah. europe like has yeah. has uh ufc had any fights there yet or mainly like in europe dubai i guess yeah no so we're we're all over the place so every year they usually do so since we i'll go back to since we came back from COVID. so mm-hmm. we've had a couple of fights every year in london uh fight in paris uh obviously we do abu dhabi every year now are these th- ufc fights or are these like the other brands like like there's one right isn't there like oh other- no that oh no that that's other- another promotion Oh, so that's, okay, okay. That's like uh that's just another league. So that'd be like uh like a competitor, if you want to call it, like Coke Pepsi. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. But it's not like so like, like, like P- umbrella like PFA. and then you got like so in in the scheme of things, the UFC is the premier fight promotion. Right. That's, so every, that's every, the every, every, everyone wants to be UFC champion. Like you can be Bellator champion, you can be PFL right, champion, but you're always going to be compared to a UFC champion. Right. They're like and everyone's U- UFC is is top of the top, right? That's that's creme, that's creme de la creme. Yeah. yeah. That's they say it's it's the premier it's a premier fight organization. That's why. So do you as a fighter, if you sign with like Bellator, can you still have a chance mm-hmm. to sign with like UFC and get on a UFC card? No, so you'll be locked in with your contract with Bellator for whatever that term may be. Oh, okay. So Once that term's up, then then yeah, it's like so you're a free agent and you can yeah. sign with. So technically, it's by years or by bout numbers. So it can either be like the three-year contract or a three-fight deal or something like. Okay. It'd be like so. So generally, with UFC fighters, they get offered three fights a year. Otherwise, so you get paid regardless. So you're going to get paid for three fights a year. So you're going to get paid for win, win or or lose, right? So you're going to get paid your your show money, uh-huh. and then pretty much and match your nope. So your your show money, you'll get that regardless. And then if you win, you'll pretty much get that show money on top of that. So let's say your fifteen thousand dollars a show. If you win, you'll get another fifteen thousand on top of that. Oh, and so on okay. and forth. So and you so can just double forth. the money. Yeah, but and then now, also they have, they have performance of the nights too. So like, let's say you get performance of a night. Now you got an extra fifty thousand, or you're in fight of the night. Shit. Now that's that's an extra fifty thousand. Yeah, there's, there's some good good freaking yeah. money too. And made. then if and then if you're a champion too, you get uh, points on the pay per view. So you might get uh, like if a million is made but, on the pay per view, you get a certain you might, percent. You get a percentage, yeah. So let's say they sell a pay-per-view for $80. You might get a dollar per pay-per-view sold, something like that. So let's say they sell half a billion pay-per-views. That's $50,000. I don't know. I'm bad at math. Yeah. Yeah. Just shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of dollars. Yeah. yeah, That's how freaking McGregor became a billionaire just from that one fight against um, well he's well like it wasn't even ufc it was it was when he did the oh mayweather Mayweather. yeah he got i think they they said he got about nine nine figures well that's how he started his whole mcgregor inc with proper 12 and yeah mcgregor fast and and that was right that's when the rocket ship went off yeah that was when the rocket ship went off as far as his money and fame but that's also when his ufc career kind of went down because after that he came back and well maybe won one more fight 
his first fight back was against Habib Nurmagomedov. That was October 2018 at UFC 226. See if my history is good there. Yeah. Fact check me on that. I have no idea, but we can. Uh, but he 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 came back, uh, and you could just tell he said he trained zero. His co-head coach said he trained zero for that fight. Um, is that the one that he had he, the broken ankle? No, that was his last fight. That was his very okay. last fight. Um, okay, okay. This is this is the one where he got choked out by Habib. I think in round yeah. two or round three. But this is the one where he was shit talking Habib the whole time. Do you remember yes, when? Yes. Do you remember when Habib threw the dolly at? Uh, or not Habib? I'm sorry. No. Connor, Connor threw the, the dolly. dolly. Connor threw the dolly at the uh, mm-hmm. the van the with Habib. Yeah, thinking Habib was in it and everything. So and so they that, was that, kind of, that was kind of the start the fight, of it. Right? That was, so that kind of like started the whole drama and everything. So I think that was March of that year. Then they saw October of that year. Now, do you so. think some of those stunts that McGregor does, he does it because it just attracts attention, kind of thing, he's just got, to like he's, get more he's more got viewers. The, and more he's got the, publicity he's got, or he's got the eyeballs on him so no matter right. what he puts out there people are going to eat it up right so he, but like he, do you he, think he, he does some of these acts as like th- well, that's, can yeah, get yeah. more eyeballs exa- on it. like it's exactly just, yeah just a, like strong, just it's strong it's strong it's strong it's a exactly what you said yeah it's a publicity yeah. stunt like he just knows he knows exactly what he's doing like, like he, he knows how to entertain it's now. meticulous exactly yeah. he's, he's in the entertainment business that's what i'm saying like he'd be perfect like in he, wrestling yeah Wrestling he might have to thing. go to jail for a day or go to court, but he's like, "Fuck it, I got the money." Like, exactly. Like, like as it's long as people it. are watching me, I'm like bad publicity or any any publicity is good publicity, right? So, right. He's making money. That's, people that's are watching. Any him. bad any any bad news is good news in his mind. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but, and that is kind of true. Like, and even, it's gonna sell too. So think about this. So, like, if the more sh- the more shit he talks, the more it gets people interested that yeah. are not going to be interested in this, right? Because either you're going to be a fan yeah. of him and watch, yeah. or you're going to hate him and be like, I, I got to yeah. watch because I want him to I got to watch this now. So it's just a win-win yeah. situation. He's getting your money. It's he's a, he's a salesman. I mean, it's a it's a oil salesman. That's I mean, but like that yeah. was before Walt culture came. Do you think he'd be canceled if he only started getting famous <sighs> now? Do you think people would be going to Dana White and be like, you got to throw – McGregor off off the UFC oh, no. cancel oh, this no. motherfucker. I mean, knowing did who you, like Dana White is, he's like, fuck the media he just, and like he did. He just did a post fight interview after the last pay per view, and a reporter asked him about Sean Strickland. That's I don't know right. if you know. Who so no, no, he no. asked I, me. I, he, I watched that fight. So so he said because uh, he made some comments about. Uh, about the gay stuff and he and like about Bud Light. Light like yeah about he'd go off in Bud Light and he said Would, how do you do you keep your fighters on a leash and Dana snapped back and was like right. fighters on a leash I keep no fighters on a leash there's no leash around here so yeah. fighters can say whatever yeah. the hell they freedom want of speech. To. freedom of speech yeah. baby that's what he said yeah so there's no, no there's no filter there's there's no there's no holding back they can say whatever the hell they want to and at the end of the day, yeah. I think there's really nothing he can do about do about it. I mean, other than like, uh, I mean, like the best then, part is, you know how NBA yeah. finds finds guys yeah. for like kicking a ball up in the stands on yeah. accident or swearing the, the, at a fan. Like they get yeah. fined. Like I don't ever yeah. see in the news like a UFC guy getting fined. The problem is that there there's no union. 
So whenever there's a fine, it goes to the union in those. So all the fighters are independent contractors. So, so the fine is going there's... straight straight to the player or the fighter. So there's no there's nothing you can fine them over if that makes sense. Uh, uh. So there there's there's ways that they can get fined. I can technically get into more detail about that, but uh, like if someone th- like that there's, one UFC there's, there's fight, mm-hmm. like the one UFC fight, uh, it might have been McGregor as part of mm-hmm. it. But remember when they jumped out of the cage to go fight somebody? Yep. So, te- fined, so, fined for that? so yes and no. So the athletic commission then can come after you with a fine. So that's like the state of Nevada coming after oh, you for a okay. fine for that one. So that's like getting pulled over for a speeding ticket. Like the but state of Nevada giving find, you a ticket. But would they find the Dana UFC White first and then Dana White? They, like, they, oh no, they you, could. You they could revoke the fight. They could no. They couldn't find the UFC. I don't think they could revoke their license to operate for that no. fight. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So the the state issues a license for that fight. Now they can revoke that license anytime, but all the corners are licensed through the state. So I don't, you could look up and see if, I don't know if anyone got fined or anything, but I would think that the corners could get fined. Yeah. Kind of like that. Cause it's kind of a state deal, but through the, but like the corners jumping out of the cage for the UFC, no one's going to get fined like that. Cause one, the UFC is okay. not paying any of the corners. So it's mainly the fighters, because there's no union, right? And so like, right. there's no, there's, there's that, no basis the, to, to, there's no basis to find them off of yeah so like there's there's ways fighters can get fined like there's i can give you an example like everything goes through like a like a process with us like if let's say you want to paint your face or use a flag or something like that inside the octagon or during weigh-ins or something like that if you're like a like a repeat offender and like don't let us know or something like that not saying like those extents but like if if you do something like that, you can get fined, like hmm. without letting like the UFC know or something like that. Or, like, that's how like like in my job, it's my job to determine like if someone is using something on purpose or if someone's using something like snucking in or something like that. Yeah. So explain explain exactly what you do for the UFC and how'd you get into it. Mm-hmm. Like like so, how'd you go from trying to go to the big leagues as a clubby. <laughs> In baseball, made, and now you're made with, to the big, with made one to of the big, big leagues. leagues of UFC. Made to the big leagues, but not in the sport that I thought I'd make to the yeah. big leagues in. I mean, this um, one's way more entertaining, bro. It's gotten me to a lot more places than I think baseball. And you're to. living in Vegas. I mean, what yeah. a hot spot! Can't you got complain. The Super Bowl. It's, it's a hot spot so. right now. We had F1 this year. The Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We got the Sphere now. Uh, EDM's there every year. I mean, EDC. It, yeah, that, that place is. Oh yeah, EDC. Awesome. That place is nonstop. Conventions every, nonstop. There's so. always always something going on every time of the year. We can't forget International Fight Week. When is that? Uh, I think that's going to be end of June. But every it's like our version of that's like our version of the Super Bowl every year in Vegas. Like, uh, okay, that's like, so they like try our, to have some of the biggest fights and the biggest names come in. Exactly. Yeah. But no, going back to how I got like my job and how I got with UFC and everything to answer your question. I just applied for. I just saw the job posting, and I just applied for. I think there's no way I get this job. Like on like UFC I, dot dot com. Yeah, like they had just their, browsing like, for like, other jobs. Like like I'm like I was just browsing job postings, you know, off season, like looking okay. for my next my next baseball job. I'm thinking, okay, I'm probably like I like my back and my mind. Like, 
I knew there was going to be an opening in St. Paul. So like, I was thinking, okay, just go back to St. Paul. Like <laughs> that could be my thing back there. But then I saw this job posting. She was like, there's, I mean, I'll throw my name in the hat, but there's no way my name gets pulled out. All right. Sure as shit. I get the phone call next week saying, Hey, do you got time to do a sit down interview? Sure. No problem. Do a sit down interview. Two weeks goes by nothing happens. Hey, do you got time to do a face-to-face interview on Vegas? Yeah, no problem. Fly out to Vegas, do an interview, same day, fly back to Minnesota. So did they fly uh, you out? Yeah, they flew me out same day and flew me back to Minnesota. Oh, dude, that see, like that's yeah. first class like yeah. business right there. Yeah. Uh I think that was on a Thursday. By Monday, I think I was signing my paperwork for to be an equipment uh manager at the UFC. Dude. So and that was how many in, how many of you got that job or like was it just a one spot thing so i work on a team of 11 we got a couple okay. uh got a couple bosses above me and then we got uh four people you got a couple people below you too right a couple yet not they work i mean we do the same things but I just mean, work, in, work in title in title yeah i mean you could say that but okay. but we all do the same thing pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. um but that was back in 2019 December 2019. I think I left. I left Minnesota on Thanksgiving Day. Drove out to Las Vegas, and I didn't look back since. Uh, got out here, worked my first fight in December. It was who was your Colby first Coven. fight? It was yeah. UFC. Two, it was UFC 245. Uh, Kamaru Usman was defending his belt against Colby Covington for the first time. And then in the co-main event, you had uh, Max Holloway, Camp Max Holloway going against uh, number one contender Alexander Volkanovsky. Oh, and, yeah, and then uh, you had uh, the third belt was Amanda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandamy. But it's just kind of cool to think about. So tying into our fight next Saturday, Alexander Volkanovsky won the championship my first fight, and he's been champion ever since. Like he's he's reigned that 145 belt my whole tenure throughout my career. So for almost five years going on. Almost five years, yeah. And this so. is is it this Saturday or next Saturday? Nope, next Saturday. So so that's this, UFC what? That's no, gonna be UFC 298 in Anaheim, California. It's gonna be uh, live on pl- ESPN Plus pay per view. What what uh, stadium is is that? It's gonna be the Honda Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus uh, Georgian Spaniard Ilya Taporia. Never heard of that and guy. Is no, he good? He's, uh, he's very good. Yeah, if you go back and watch his fights, he's a uh, he's very good striker. Very very good on his feet. Good movement. Who's your favorite on that one? I gotta go. I gotta go with Volkanovski. I mean, I've been rocking with him since since day one. So okay, I gotta go. So with, I gotta go. He just got the street going, and he's been he, nonstop he's, with he's that. Hot, he's hot. He's focused, and he's 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 a champion's champion. Is is uh, he from Russia? Is he a Russian Volkan- guy? No, yeah. Volkanovski. No, he's Australian. Gosh, gosh, that does not sound Australian to me, bro. Alexander Volkanovski. Yeah, he trains down at uh he trains at uh City Kickboxing and uh freestyle MMA down in uh Beast What's Time between Australia and New Zealand down there. So being with you so being what you do, mm-hmm. how close do you get to get to the fighters? Like you like dress them out and stuff, right? Like with the sponsor so I, gear and all that? So I I'm the one 
contacting athletes and managers directly for corners, fight short color they prefer for that fight, uh, size changes, size updates, collecting sizes, uh, gathering that information and then turning that into packing that uh, gear that we have on hand for that fight week, whether that be the Project Rock shoes or the Venom uh, fight week gear and then the Venom fight night stuff would be fight shorts, you know, all the hoodies. So shorts, all the fight, stuff yeah. that all the fans watch and what the mm -hmm. fighters are wearing on that night mm -hmm. in the octagon, mm -hmm. that's all given by you basically. Pretty much, yeah. So when you see the fighter's name with their name on the fight kits, the fight crest on the hoodie, we personally mm -hmm. press all that on there. I create all the vinyl to put on the fight shorts, uh, like cut it out with our computer and all the, our uh, vinyl cutter and print out oh, the wow. name. And then we press the fight short name on there and do all that You're stuff. basically running a sweatshop in the Pretty much. The we have... We have we, we have a Without name for the it. Chinese. We, we we haven't we have we have a name for the room. It's called Sweet Seven. It's just uh it's kind of like our like our sweatshop room, but uh that room has produced a lot of what you see on TV with all the fight short name like all the names you see on the fight shorts yeah. and all that stuff. So so all that stuff that they wear is that a one time wear and they give it back we, to you or do they just keep the, it and that's the nice thing about my job compared to working in baseball. There's no laundry. I haven't had to do one load of laundry since joining. So there's just continuous um, inventory so and new gear let, coming let, in. Let me let okay. So let me put this into perspective then for you. So imagine outfitting the banana bananas every single yeah. week. Dude, not only I on mean, not only not only on every single week all over the world. Yeah, so but you, but you do it out of Vegas, and then when you guys travel, you take it with you, right? Is so we so so we pack up all our so let's say take a place like Abu Dhabi, we'll take all our stuff up here, pack it a certain way. Once we get to Abu Dhabi, we'll unpack our stuff, make it all up and nice and everything into duffel bags or backpacks or what we got now. Um, make the bags all nice for the week, put all hang up all the fight kits. So it's just like no matter where we're at in the world, our setup is always the same. Right. And then all the names that go on the fights, like you'll mm -hmm. get all the fighters. So we, we travel with before and then put all their names on their gear first before you travel. Or do you sometimes so take basically we have, the, uh, we have a sweet seven up to we that a, spot? We have a list of people that we know they're like good to press. So like if you corner on a routinely basis, we're going to press your root fight kit like in Las Vegas. So we'll, we'll pre-press a lot of that stuff before we get to Abu Dhabi. Okay. Um, if, except for fight shorts, the, the fight shorts is the only thing that we don't press. Cause like there might be changes or anything. So we don't go through inventory like that. So let's say you're a medium, but now you're large. Now it is wasted a fight short. Like right. That. Because the way so, like they come in lighter. Right. And then they gain. Yeah. So you know, some, five to some, guys, some guys fluctuate. Well, some people might actually be changing like weight classes and all that, like mm -hmm. going from 45 to 55, they might be need a different size for that fight. So we always we travel with the heat press on site. So if we need to press a uh, fight short on site, jerseys, hoodies, all that stuff, we can press everything on site. And then we'll have a, a heat press on fight night as well. So let's say there was a problem or emergency that we need to press a fight short really quick. We got that, no problem. Dude, so like the Anaheim one, uh, mm -hmm. 298, does yep. UFC have like an 18-wheeler 
kind of kind of like a NASCAR last, thing. Last they, load was today. I had last load in. today. So that's what Dude, I was that's doing today. Dope. So, so you guys finished was, all the prep and you just had to load the truck. So I had a so part of my job too is I have a warehouse job from nine to five. So on top of so everyone thinks of me as an equipment manager, I still have a nine to five job of working in a warehouse. So like, like outside we're, of UFC or no 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 no. UFC? So like so like no with so, so let's say like I'm not working a fight. I'm not working the fight. Oh this yeah. Week. There's a, yeah, yeah. There's a so there's, there's a fight this Saturday. Like gear and stuff. I mean, I like I'm I'm packing stuff. I'm getting ready. Like this is my prep for like other fights, mm-hmm. but like I still like when I'm not working fight week, I still work a, a nine to five inside Basically, a warehouse yeah. still. I got so you because you're unloading, tra- loading. Yeah, like like today I was wrapping pallets and driving forklifts around all day. Gee, so, that's I mean it's it's a yeah. it sounds like a tough job, but it's fun. You yeah, know, it, like it has it has its fun days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I worked in the bananas warehouse. I was driving a forklift and moving and wrapping and lifting yeah, things. I, you know, two I enjoy three it. stories high. So I enjoy it. So I totally get it. I mean, and then yeah. and then your fun time is is the weekends when you get to see all the fighters come in, hang up their stuff in their locker, maybe even meet them. Exactly. So, That's my and thing. Then, so like, and I, then during the fight, do you get front row seats kind of thing, or do you so kind we, of wait? We in have. Tunnels? We have we have a someone that sits octagon side. Uh, it's not my role. We have our one of our uh, seamstresses sit out there. So okay. the people that do all the sewing and alterations throughout the week, they're the ones that sit out there octagon side. But uh, during sometimes during the last fight, like uh, they want to come back. Like we, so my responsibility on fight night is I'm in the locker rooms all night, walking fighters to the to the hole to walk out. And that last fight of the night, they might want to come back and pack their stuff up. So I might I might tap them out for that last fight of the night, and then in certain situations, if we have a championship fight, we have like a like a if wins jersey, what we call. You know how they make up like for the Super Bowl this weekend, they make up championship shirts for right, both, right. both and, teams, yeah, and, and whoever wins that that box is That's, un, unloaded. Right, and... they get that shirt. So we have uh, kind of like our version of that with uh, championship jerseys for new champions. So let's say you're a new champion. I'm hopping up in the octagon, giving you a, a brand new gold shirt to say, hey. So you get some TV time. Either I've, walking the fighter I've, to the hole or the tunnel been, before they come pay, out. I've been on pay-per-view a couple of times. Dude, heck I'm yeah. A, I remember uh, my very, far, my very very first fight at work. They have uh, their own like vlog series. They walk around. I, and I kind of hate being on camera now, but – uh, they had like a vlog series and it was Kamaru Usman and me talking on camera for like a good like 10-15 seconds and then this it's literally my first fight ever work I'm like damn there's me on YouTube with like 100,000 views <laughs> I hate hey, being man. on camera hey you got a more important yeah. job than people think you know right. and, and it's so cool to meet these fighters like yeah. all these fighters got to do idealistically mm-hmm. is they're working 25 minutes you know if that right. if it's right. a 5 round fight it's easy Sometimes it's easy work. Yeah. But like they're, I mean, people don't see the work that they put in before that as far as the training and months, you know, leading up to it. But then you, you're working every day for the UFC nonstop for the most part. And then you get the perks of meeting the fighters, traveling worldwide. So my week kind of starts Sunday. So I kind of go Sunday to Sunday. So we'll travel on Sunday, get there Sunday, uh, maybe day early if it's international. But uh, set up Monday. We'll check in all the fighters on Tuesday. So that means I'll I'll talk to all the fighters and go over the rules for them for the week regarding like 
you know, like our policies and like expectations for like media day, press conferences, oh, wow. weigh-ins, fight night. Yeah. Uh, and then like Thursday, we might have a press conference we got to show up to. So like making sure everyone's wearing the right stuff. If you're wearing like the wrong kind of shoes or like if you're wearing Nikes, like I'm the person walking up to you saying, hey, Breland, unfortunately, you're wearing Nikes. I got to tape up your Nikes. Or, um, or like color it or something, right? To hide yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like imagine walking up to Nate Diaz saying, hey, Nate. I, like, I, I, I like heard he's Nikes. a nice guy though. He's a nice guy. Okay, so there was a clip that went viral his last fight. Do you remember him saying, like him going up saying, like, fuck these shoes. They made me yeah. put this shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – but you have to, or else Dana White's going to get on your ass, yeah. or your boss, yeah. your equipment boss is going to yeah. get on your ass. Like, why didn't you put the stuff on? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So when he said "fuck these shoes," <laughs> they made me put they made me put this shit on. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I that made him put that shit on. But I mean, you have to. I mean, that's yeah. who UFC is endorsed by, right? It's like exactly, you got to put yeah. that. It's all branding. You got to put out their brand. Is. They they get and, paid for it. Yeah. They well, get paid for wait, it and all that stuff. What, they the get extra money. Yeah, so they get yeah, uh, they get money on top of like their win and show money. So this is kind of oh. like the money like for like showing up money. for you can call it that. So like this is the money for like sh- like they call it promotional uh, guideline money. So right. it's like showing up to showing up to media day, showing up to the press conferences on time, mm-hmm. showing up for the fight, like do, do wearing all the right stuff where you need to be yeah. being where you need to be at the right time. It's kind of like their their payout for okay. the fighter. So, like, when they have those, uh, what would you call it, like, those conferences where there's, like, either the two fighters talking on two sides of the stage or sometimes you mm-hmm. have, like, five or six fighters and they're all lined up with Dana White and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have, do they have to wear a certain outfit or brand or can, or is it kind of free-for-all? So, Because for... you have some wearing suits, you got some wearing... So, know, for press conferences, so yeah. for press conferences, you can wear high-end fashion. So we have a we have a list that our sponsor gives us and says, "Hey, these are the list of companies that we don't want our athletes oh, okay. wearing." So they give us that, and list. then the athlete will go to their stylist and be like, "Here, I can I can't wear this, but I can wear this. So go find yeah. something." Okay. Yeah. So like what I tell people all the time is, you're welcome to wear anything under the gear that we give you today, or just wear something high end fashion or anything unbranded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, like, if you show up with Nike Reebok. So I got my like, I got my black I got my black gas tape right roll, baby. <laughs> I got to cover it, bro. Or you gotta take it, it off, and I'll give yeah. you something. Yeah. Yeah, but then like that's where we get into too. So like you were talking about fines earlier. So like, let's say you tell me no, you're not taping my shoes, and then I got to go make a report saying Breland didn't want me to let Breland didn't yeah. let me tape his shoes, and then it goes up to the powers that might be, and then they decide if it gets it's worthy of a fine or if it's not worthy of a fine. Oh, gotcha. But then. Uh, weigh-in day that's when they have to be in all of the stuff that we give them for that day so that'll be all the the ufc venom stuff that we give them mm-hmm. all the project rock footwear shoes slides uh and that goes for them and their coach so we have two weigh-ins on friday so that'll be the morning weigh-in which is the official weigh-in so that's when they actually weigh in they strip down and that's when they're actually 155 when you see them right. at that ceremonial weigh-in, that's when everyone thinks about weigh-ins. When they see Dana White between the two of them, when they see that weigh-in, by that mm-hmm. time, if you weigh one, if you weighed one fifty-five in the morning, you're probably one sixty-five by that time that weigh-in rolls around. Yeah, easily. You're just 
Yeah, but that's when you have to be in all the stuff that we issued out for that week, um, for okay. that way in. But that's just like my job. Like I'm backstage, like playing fashion police. Like you're wearing the wrong shoes. You're wearing the wrong shirt. Here you yeah, go. Everyone, you everyone go. hates hates you, but like you're just yeah. the messenger. But but sometimes like. And I can tell at this point, like I've been there long enough, like who did it intentionally and who didn't do it intentionally. Right, like, right, right. Like you grew like a relationship with that. Yeah, and I know you got the shoes. Like you didn't yeah. wear the right shoes because you know you're going to get a pair out of this. Yeah. And sometimes this if they're cool with you, they're probably yeah. just fucking with you and like got you Ryan or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. But so no, who, who's who's been your favorite? Who's Who's been your favorite fighter for the last four or five years? That you've had to deal with, not not just watch. Um, honestly, he's he's been coming to hot commodity within the last. He was probably the fighter of the year in 2013. I love Sean Strickland. He's my he's dude. My what guy. was up with his fight though? It seemed like he was a you little went, off. So I think that was just like the pressure was just on him and everything. But uh, I mean, I just, according that's, that's, to the scores, it looked like he won, right? But like he, as he, far as what he, people saw the show, he it like, just he it just, just depends just... on it just depends on what what this is the the conversation people have in MMA right now about judging and like how do you score judging and mm-hmm. you know damage versus control time versus you know right because Strickland wasn't in control that whole game but, like, it, but it, it showed you, like he he had more strikes. If you look at the number of strikes he's thrown and landed, he won that. But then if you look at control time, Dreykus won that. Yeah. So it, it goes to what do you like, what do you value? What, what, yeah, what's which, what, 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 what's more valuable in a street? And I'll tell you what, if it was a street fight, Strickland wins that fight. Yeah. I mean look yeah. I mean, look at Dreykus after the fight and look at Strickland after the fight. Dreykus had a eye that was swollen up right here. He had a softball. Mm, yeah, he couldn't size, see size and size. Yeah. Strickland was just bleeding more, but like the other guy yeah. couldn't see out of one eye. Yeah. But uh But here. Strickland also got taken down a couple times. So like yeah. that's another that, you know scoring that's another point. thing. So like how do you score that? Yeah. But, um, I mean I'm, but no, I mean but, was Dana White pleased with the outcome or he he thought Strickland. Because there's won. been a couple of times, yeah, because there's always been a couple of times Dana White comes mm-hmm. out and says, Well, the judging sucked and it should have gone this way, you know. But I mean he's yeah. not gonna... there's been times where like he doesn't agree with like a ref stopped the fight early or stopped the mm-hmm. fight too late or disagree right. with one judge. Like but I that's, remember But that's part of the game, right? Like it's human yeah. error and yeah, you, know, you try you to remember... find the best judges and refs. You remember the fight that you went to back in September, mm-hmm. Valentina yeah, the girl? and Alexa Grasso. Yeah. So there was there was a ref that gave the the Mexican champ they gave her a, uh, a they let her win a 10-8 round at the end of that fight when everyone in the no they everyone else knew that there, that round wasn't a 10-8 that 10-8 round caused that fight to be a draw yeah it was, I I thought the other girl yeah I thought the yeah. other girl that lost that 10-8 Valentina, round was supposed to win yeah. the fight yeah she was so if that judge gives her a 10-9 like everyone else thought that fight was Valentina would have won the, exactly so it just shows that one scorecard can change everything. That's yeah. why they always. And there's say, only ne- three three judges, right? Yep, yep. That's why they always say never let this, never let it go to the judges. Never let it go to the scorecards. Yeah, dude, you either gotta 
submit him TKO or knock him out. Exactly. Like you got to do it. I would never let it, or if I was fighting, I'd try to never let a judge go to it because then they. No. I feel most of them are biased, or they miss stuff. Well, think or think about this too. One. So so think about this too. If everyone everyone knows that Valentina should have won that fight, if that judge didn't give her that score, now she doesn't get her win money. So what was that? Exactly. How, like, how, how, yeah. how much she missed out now? So that She's, one judge's decision probably costed her a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of Cause, money. Because that was a title fight, right? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it's like, do the refs ever get like penalized for that kind of thing? Like, dude, you screwed up, and mm-hmm. that girl mm-hmm. just lost out on a hundred grand. The, you know, I mean, it's all controlled by the. It's all controlled by the state. It's all the state athletic commission. No, the the state can come back, and I think they had the following week. They had a class on what is a ten eight round. So like pretty much saying this is what a ten eight round is. This is what the points are a ten eight rounds. Like pretty much trying to correct what. Yeah. What, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Because because that sucks to know like now like she like fighters lost mm-hmm. out on some money just going to a draw. It, ha- it happens. It happens more than you think. But just one one judge messing up a scorecard. But a title fight, like you can't end a title fight big. on a draw. Yeah. yeah. You could end end a prelim on a draw. You know, right. But. Not a title fight. Not a title but, fight. No. So, like, we got UFC 300 coming up, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the talk of the town. I mean, what? It's not till April, right? Yep, it's in uh, April 12th. April 12th. Yeah, I mean, it's still a long way away, but they're hyping mm-hmm. it up now on social media. Mm-hmm. Do you have any insights onto onto the main the main fights of the night? As far as what the main event is going to be, I have no idea what they're gonna do and they're they're keeping that as closed door tight lipped as possible is there title they, fights they, though they are there are title fights are though okay. but there's gonna be as far they got two fights so far on it they have the women's straw weight championship fight on there which is a 115 pound belt uh champion uh Weili Zhang is fighting Yan Zhao Nan uh it's the first all Chinese uh oh, championship it's gonna, championship it's gonna be kickboxing fight. So it's gonna be it's the it's the number it's the number one uh, contender at straw weight right now, uh, Yan Zhaonan, uh, and then you got the champion, uh, Willie Zhang, and then in the the next title fight you have the the BMF belt, the baddest motherfucker. Uh, okay, you have, you, and you that's have only Justin. like a three a three year kind of thing so far. So right? it's, 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 it's only it's only it's no, it's been around since twenty nineteen. It's okay. been around uh, Nate Diaz but, but that, and. Title first. But is that a title fight every, every year? No, so it's it's a it's a rare occurrence uh fight. It was supposed okay. to be a one-off fight. So it's kind of like a so it happened in 2019 and it didn't happen again until last year in 2023 when Dustin Poirier fought Justin Gaethje and Justin Gaethje uh knocked him out with a leg kick to uh gain the BMF belt. But it is now in its third iteration. Uh, Justin Gaethje is fighting Max Holloway, uh, supposedly the yes, best boxer, dude, in, I can't wait. boxer in UFC. Your Hawaiian brother. We'll see, dude. He's getting older. I mean, yeah. but he keeps coming back. I feel sometimes yeah. stronger. So I, I want Max. Uh, of course, me being from I love, from I love Hawaii, both I'm guys for Holloway. But... Yeah. So they they have uh they have his they have history going back though too. So there's a there's a clip going around online that uh Max has have, uh has a thing against Gate. So 
one of the weigh-ins, they had to use a towel for Max Holloway, and Gaethje was there to help hold the towel, and uh, the towel was in front of the scale, so the guy couldn't read it. So Gaethje then lifted the towel up uh, over the get... scale to expose and Max so expo- instead of it. <laughs> so Max just kind of has this thing like, "Come on, brother," because I'm not like. So they never fought yeah. each other before. They never fight each other. They're in different okay, weight but classes. They just, so, they just have some beef just from that. Just a little disrespect. Not, they, I think they have. I think they respect each other. They don't want to punch each other, but it's just something the fans really want to see because yeah. Justin Gaethje Justin Gaethje's violence every time he comes to fight. And Max Holloway yeah, is the best well, boxer. Well, I'm looking forward to that, dude. That's yeah. April 12th. Is that yeah. going to be on pay per view or will that be on? Yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll be on pay per view. That'll be on pay per view. Yeah. Man, massive... come on, UFC. I I know it's about the money, <laughs> but let the fans see this. That whole that whole card's going to be stacked. Well, even the prelims are going to be good. So the first Dana said yesterday, uh, first fight of the night is going to be Cody Gar. It's going to be two former champions. It's going to be Cody Garbrandt versus Davis and Figueroa. So that'd be the very very first fight of the night. So they're trying to kick that card off of the bang. So even if, even if you don't buy the, the pay per view, even the the right. prelims and the early prelims are going to be really really yeah, good. Yeah, the fights. prelims they're all going to be. Okay. Every, he all said right. that every every single one of those fights could be a main event of a fight night or possibly a pay per view. Uh, okay. See, so, see, so that's good. But uh, I also feel like because it's UFC three hundred, it's like the. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an anniversary, you know, your 300, like you got your 100, 200, 300. So it's going to be iconic. Um, definitely looking forward to that. Is that going to be in Vegas? Yeah. That's going to be in Vegas. Yeah. T Mobile. Okay. T Mobile Arena. Sick. Well, yeah. April 12th Maybe is when I open up my season in Czech Republic. So I'm, I'll be a day, I'll be like 12 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So I'll actually be able to watch that fight, I think. When do you come back? For, when do you come back from Czech Republic? probably not till end of september so you'll have you know I'll just be, baseball I'll, season I'll, I'll be over in europe a couple times this yeah, summer yeah dude let you me know please or not even you'll have to come to okay so they pushed back saudi arabia so i'm thinking if because they're going to do saudi arabia in june maybe slide up to saudi arabia i'm down you just let yeah. me know dude we will yeah. keep in touch and we'll make it work for sure um yeah dude and then last two questions before we got to go. It's all good. Dana White versus Joe Rogan. Like, they're like two best friends. Who wins in a in a UFC fight? Uh, it's got to be Joe Rogan. Dana White's all – he's just getting on this all-healthy 10X. Clean, I know. I saw the, that. He, but he was sick for a while. Now he's this health freak, which is Joe awesome. Ro- Joe, Joe Rogan's been a kickboxer his whole life. So, well, yeah, and he's just, been doing jiu-jitsu be, and training like yeah. – that guy's a that guy's a machine. He's a monster. He's a monster. All right, no, Joe so Rogan. I got I got him all, Joe Rogan all day. Joe Rogan and uh, Dana Easy. White. Can we please see that fight, even if it's just for one round, a five minute round? How, how about this fight? Can we get Elon Musk versus Zuckerberg? I want to get that fight, <laughs> dude. Supposedly Zuckerberg is getting into jujitsu. Bro, he he's been training with uh, Adesanya and Volkanovski. Oh so, yeah, I just saw a picture and he's like getting ripped mm. now. It's like who? Are, I think, like, I who's think this I nerd think he, getting bro, trying I think to fight tore, now? I think he, he tore his AC, I think he tore his ACL doing jujitsu too. Zuckerberg. He, he, yeah. Well, Elon Musk, he probably will have lasers coming out of his eyes. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see that guy exercising very, very much. No. But he's probably got like machines that he hooks up to to like recharge. No. No, you know, like, what? Yeah, he's he's AI for sure. Yeah. All right, and then last question: Since you're in Vegas, Super Bowl is this weekend. 49ers mm-hmm. or Chiefs? 
I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> Go uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll, t- I'll take, I'll take the Chiefs. All right. It's just, it's just, right. it's too much. It's just too much coincidence with Taylor Swift. Have you seen all the? Have you seen all these? Uh, uh, thirteen number like coincidences? No. Like have you? Nope. Seen, like okay. I don't even want so, to see it because I'm I'm so, rooting for the Niners just because s- s- just because s- okay. I don't want to see any more Swifts okay. around. What's what's four plus nine? Thirteen. What's the, what Super Bowl number is this? I'm guessing we're at forty nine. Or no, it's fifty eight. No. Fifty eight. So yeah. then, why what's would it, four nine? What's five? What's five? Four plus nine is thirteen. Thirteen. What's five? What's five plus eight? Thirteen. What's, oh, what's, and is that when the Chiefs won it too? And four. This is 49? This is Taylor Swift's thirteenth football game. Oh gosh. What's What's the flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas? Thirteen hours. Chiefs baby and, all day. And it, oh, but it's played on the eleventh, so that's one thirteen that they're no, missing, well, dude. What what uh, what what's two what's two plus what's two eleven what's two plus thirteen oh god two plus what's two plus eleven two plus 11? February eleventh just saying St- uh, well if you, you want to take us let's take it a step further Chiefs thirty one forty nine ers thirteen wow what and you want to take it another take it another step further I think uh Oz the uh Oz the mentalist I think he said the same exact thing. All right. Well, if this all happens, then the NFL rigged it all. Yes, it is all under a script. <laughs> it's all so, scripted. All I you mean, Swifties, when they first started coming out with the colors of the Super Bowl logo, that was crazy. You know, it was purple and red. I thought, yeah, I thought for sure. Okay, if the Ravens win, it's scripted. But right, maybe yeah. NFL wanted you to think that because of previous years, and they're like, nope. Nope. Here's Taylor. The Chiefs nope. in. It's red, red. Yeah. Here's here's Swifty. Swifty exactly. and Kelsey. Swift, exactly. Swifty, Kelsey, and Pfizer. Here you go. <laughs> do you think he prop- do you think he proposes? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think no. The plan is they made the money with Pfizer. They got all the exactly. attention through this whole year football and her coming. They got what they wanted she, out of each other. She she makes more money through her tour. Mm-hmm. He breaks up with her, and he's gonna make more money with another breakup album. So yeah. What was funny what was. Think. It was funny, like, I remember one game I was watching this year. It was literally a Chiefs game, and then they cut the commercial, and then it's literally a commercial for her film that was her concert series. It was like, yeah. bro, there's... T- and then the next commercial was the fuck, the Pfizer commercial. Tra- Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, like, <laughs> this, is, this is all... Don't this watch all, TV, everybody. It's no, all propaganda. No. It's all fake. It's all... It's all, all they're it's, all... It's turning into wrestling. They're all trying to make you focus on a, on a narrative yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Just... Just don't yep. watch TV. Nope. It's over. Just go live your life outside. Watch you. Like, watch you. Up. Oxygen. Watch you. Watch UFC. Yeah. Watch some UFC. Watch UFC. Watch some real, real TV. Right. That's a real Unf- man sport and a real woman sport, right there. Just two Unf- human beings fighting, and Unf- whoever dominates. Lock me. Two men go in, one come out. That's right. Seriously. Yes, sir. And one yes, may sir. never like return to. Nope. So uh, yeah, nope. where can uh, everyone follow you, bro? Uh, hopefully, Instagram, hopefully some followers. That's all good. Instagram, you can follow Instagram. me. What's it? Uh, uh, R R Y dot D A M M A N. You can find me there. Um, not big on X. Uh, Facebook, if you want to get at me, go for it. But Instagram, I'm big on Instagram. Facebook, so if you want yeah. to hit me there. And uh, hit me Instagram. Go to a UFC fight. You might you might see him walking around. 
might be in that, might be in the fighters. might be might be in the octagon. Not for the reasons I want to be though. <laughs> hey man, all you gotta do yeah. is dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Exactly. Oh, dude, Ryan, you... thank you, bro. It's so much for all that. What's up? What's Ro- up? Ro- Roadhouse up? comes up. Roadhouse comes out next month. Check that out. I might be in that too. Roadhouse is a documentary. No, Roadhouse is the movie Conor McGregor and Joan Hall were filming. Oh, comes out yeah, on Amazon Prime. So that yeah, comes out yeah. In, in March or it comes out. March? I think the end of March. Yeah, yeah. We had, we did a bunch. They did a bunch of filming. I think at the fight last year. Yeah. So, so you might be an extra. Might be. I don't know. I was sitting octagon side for it. So. All right, dude. I'm looking so. forward to it. Other than that, dude, I'll keep in touch and. All good. Yeah, Thanks for having me on, dude. Thank you for thank you for doing this, dude. Peeling the banana episode nine, no filter network. Ryan Damon, 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 Damon. Yeah, say it right. Damon, 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 Damon. That's right. All right, Ryan, dude. Thank you, bro. Much love. We'll talk soon, bro. Have a good.